Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my talk with Harold Evans of Arenda Technologies. We're going to talk about the LSI and how you really need to be focused on using this to keep your pools balanced. Basically, the LSI in a nutshell is a way to measure if the water in the pool is corrosive or scale forming. And Harold's going to go over the app that they've created for this and also some tips on balancing your pool using the LSI. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. Now, Pool LSI, the Arenda app, I think is probably the best calculator as long as you're not colorblind and one of my members is colorblind and he always complains about it but as long as you're not colorblind it's probably the best lsi calculator out there um you know it's better than the little sliding ones that you get from lamont which are fun to play with i have one of those and it's free it's a free app and so let's go over why the lsi is important in pool care i know this is a big thing that arenda really focuses on and that's why you have the lsi calculator and doses calculator app available for the pool pro out there and for the homeowner. Um, but why is there a focus on the LSI? And again, old timers like me back in the 90s, this was something that we didn't really focus on either. You know, Taylor Watergram was in the kit, but I don't think anyone actually used it or knew how to use it. Um, I played with that one also. And why now in this era of pool care is the LSI more important than it ever was back in the old day? Well, I think it always has been. And I didn't know any better. And you know, I was 25 years in the pool industry, and I certainly wasn't getting any uh, wiser about it. It's a little embarrassing. I think the story I tell is that when I set about the mission of uh, putting together this app and what I wanted, my sort of shopping list of things I wanted to fix, is to take complicated things and make them simple. I'm no Bill Gates, but I know he got rich making complicated uh, things make look simple. And so I knew what I wanted and I knew that I wanted somebody else to do the formulas because I remember being in school and dreading the, the formulas that were necessary for me to understand certain math equations. And so the LSI is a pretty large math equation uh, with a bunch of factors that are over most people's heads. Um, and so when I first when we first got the results of the saturation index calculator, I was in complete shock. I thought, you know, this can't be. I mean, I was sitting, I'll never forget, I was sitting in Laguna Beach on a bucket list item of spending a summer in Laguna, right? Uh, and I, I got these results and I was, my wife and I were out and I said, honey, I need a few hours to kind of digest this thing. This thing is really messing with my head. I'm having a hard time with it, you know, because none of this makes sense to me. It violates everything I've been taught. I feel like I've been reduced back to kindergarten in pool chemistry and this is embarrassing. So the long and the short of it is that there's nothing new here. The saturation index is older than me. Uh, it's older than most people that are alive in the pool business. And and the reality is it's a stopwatch of, of corrosion management in recreational water, plain and simple. And 
Uh, you can argue about it however you want to, but the bottom line is it's math and, and it's physics. So there's nothing really to interpret. Uh, as for your colorblind friends, I, I'm sorry that my added benefit of color to help people remember failed them. But when all else fails, read. And there is a number system there that's plus or minus 0.3 uh, that you can rely on and no warning signals, but you'll still know whether you're in or you're out. Um, just think when it's over 0.3 negative, uh, you're, you're red. <laughs> just imagine red. But, you know, it was an added feature of aptitude because, quite frankly, it's changing the industry, right? I, I think saturation index and LSI is, could be the, the pivot conversation of my career uh, and my value proposition in the pool industry is to help enhance or bring about something I didn't have anything to do with in the first place, which is just to reiterate the importance of it. So, so it's really quite simple. Water is water, whether it's in California or the, the Northeast or if it's in India or, or in Vietnam, it doesn't matter, right? Mexico doesn't matter. Uh, temperature is everything. And that's the thing about the saturation index that I think is the most shocking is we can't treat cold water the way we treat warm water, and we have. And that's why the rules don't always apply, and that's why the rules are kind of screwed up. And so the saturation index is the ultimate uh, barometer, the ultimate gauge um, that says good or bad about whether our water is going to form scale or if it's going to etch. All that we've really taught is that a more rich calcium environment provides for a lot more uh, simple treatment of the water because um, – the calcium acts as an anchor to kind of make stable something less stable. And everybody in the industry knows pH and alkalinity change with the wind, even if you're using additives that slow that down, it still changes. So the saturation index is a way of understanding water that is universal no matter where it is. And it, it's strictly based on factors that are basically five factors that are laws. And the other law that I think we're, at least partially responsible for teaching as it relates to LSI is the laws of physics and pH management and alkalinity. And, and, you know, it's Henry's law and Boyle's law, which is basically what's equilibrium with water. Water wants to be equalized. It wants to be balanced. And if you don't balance it, it'll balance itself. And so if you have a surface that is rich with calcium and it wants to balance itself with calcium, it will find it and pull it out. Even if it's not there, it'll try to find it and then cause damage. So calcium is sort of a get out of jail card for stabilizing something that doesn't change a lot uh, for something that changes a lot, which is alkalinity and pH. So once we kind of get the uh, certainty of getting a certain level of calcium in particular with, uh, with surfaces and equipment, uh, all the major manufacturers support the LSI. There's no one that takes exception to it. I don't know of any professional that argues with the LSI unless they just like to argue. And there are those that argue for the sake of argument. But if you're arguing for the sake of reason, you're not arguing with the LSI. So if you're a swimmer and you come up short, the stopwatch is sort of the validation that you failed. And that's kind of what the saturation index is. It's the stopwatch of water chemistry that is pervasive rule that that doesn't matter where the water is. It does matter the temperature it is and what the co constituents of that water are. So the next big problem, back to, you know, aptitude and willingness to do things, nobody wants to look stupid. I don't want to sit there with a tool that makes me look dumber than I already am because I can't figure something out because I didn't memorize something, right? Um, so calculating it in an easy way, but more equally 
not equally, more important to me was we're terrible as an industry for failing people in solutions instead of a blame, right? You say it's wrong. Okay, so what the heck do I do about it? Well, that'll be up to you. It's like that commercial, you know, and we've talked about this before, where you go to the, to the dentist and they clean your teeth and the hygienist looks at you and goes, man, you got a cavity. Well, you figure the next move is drill and fill, right? Well, no, I'm, I'm not the cavity guy. I'm the cleaner guy. So from our vantage point as pool people, we're the solution people, right? So I got a problem. What the heck do I do with it? Well, the dosing calculator tells you what to do. And that was a simple thing, simple in conversation, not simple in math. Mm-hmm. But it's figuring out what balance is. And by the way, not balance as Arinda sees it, but balance as, the, as you see it. Just get in the safe zone with a certain basic rules, right? Understanding, for example, and no one really argues. Uh, there's been a little bit lately, but for the most part, most sane people don't argue that 200 parts calcium is a good number. I like a little more. But I don't think many people encourage you to drop the calcium level unless they don't really understand because they think the calcium constituent causes the scale and not the other balance items. So if you're looking for what the LSI really means, what the LSI means is it's an interface between five factors. And we're going to manage that complicated math for you. And we're going to teach you simply at your discretion how to change that. Um, And then you can email those permanent results as a record that allow you to have an errors and omissions conversation about what you found and what you did. So those were the three things I wanted. I wanted the simple math to be done for me. Two, I wanted to know how the heck to fix it. And three, I wanted a record that proved I did it. So that's what the, that's what the, the magic of that calculator is. It's just those three simple things. And they can go to arendatech.com and you can click on the link for the Apple store and for Google play and get the app. And what I like doing with it, I like sitting and playing with it to try to get it to zero, which is pretty much impossible in the real world. Um, but it's interesting sometimes to get to zero with odd things on the on the calculator. And I if I encourage anyone to get the app and play with it at home to kind of see how to get in range, um, kind of with the parameters before you actually go out and use it in the pool. I think it's always important to kind of test it out and see what you're looking at. And you mentioned temperature as a main factor, um, which I think you covered the other question I had there. Um, so I'm just going to go down to the next point. Here in California, calcium, the calcium level in our pools is off the charts. Mine's at 400 roughly, and I just had it drained maybe a year and a half ago and refilled, and it was over 400 already. My shower heads are all caked up. You know, I had to change my my what do they call those things in the faucet? They're like little screens. I can't remember what they're called, but I changed one and then I couldn't put it back on because the person at a hardware store said that the calcium ruined the whole faucet. I had to replace the whole thing. So basically our water here is really hard. So with the LSI in mind, let's say California, for example, how do you balance the pool with calcium at 400, 450, 500? So it's funny. Our, our tap calcium is 80 in Texas. Mine's purposely at 500. So I'm, I'm celebrating 500 and you're dreading 400. So let's, let's talk about that for a minute. So remember, that calcium as a single constituent is is like starting a sentence and never finishing it, right? you got to finish the sentence to understand the phenomenon. The way your head on your shower got messed up is because you had 120-degree water or thereabouts, 110, whatever, 105, whatever, constantly flowing out of that nozzle in a very small place, uh, never really exposing it to cold showers unless you like taking cold showers, David, which I don't think you do. So 
a pool is different in that way. And there's other factors that cause that scale to form. If I took uh, in the LSI calculator, the, the water up to 105 degrees, uh, the same phenomena exists that you talk about in your shower head, right? And I'd have to make other adjustments. And I think one of the, and that's where the rules kind of screw you up. If the temperature is elevated and the calcium is elevated, you have to lower the alkalinity in order for the pool to be LSI balanced, plain and simple. And if you maintain a 100 to 120 alkalinity with a 400 hardness I, and 100 degree water, I can 100% assure you, you are a scale forming machine. You have to make adjustments given the conditions. And that's the whole point here is you can't do that with your shower, but you can with a pool. So one of the things I tell people to kind of go further with what you talked about on the adjustment side is I do the before and after and I kind of navigate what my water is going to do. If I understand Henry's law and I know that water is going to seek equilibrium and I know that that pH is going to want to go up from whatever I set it to to 8.2 because atmospheric pH is roughly 8.2 uh, and that's a deep discussion for another conversation. But just take me my word for it. Your water wants to get to 8.2 whether you try to force it out of there or not. And when you aerate it, it's a virtual certainty because the CO2 is going to off gas out of the water and the pH is going to go up to around 8.2 and it's going to shut down. That's going to pretty much where it's going to hang because that's what equilibrium with atmospheric CO2 is. So having said that, when you drive your pH down to 7.2 because you're going to get even with your water and control it, it's going to quickly revenge and teach you that you're not going to win that race. So the lower that you lower the pH, the faster your water retaliates to get back to A2 to get back where comfort is because everything seeks equilibrium, right? So that's what, that's what Henry's and Boyle's law is about is that water becomes the air and the air becomes the water in terms of some of the chemical properties. And so when you force the pH down to 7.2, for example, and by the way, it's very difficult uh, to have 7.2 as a target pH in a balanced LSI in general in most markets that I go into. Um, and I think that we're overcompensating, and that's one of the six bad habit things we talked about in that video, which is we overcorrect water. And, and one of the ways that we do that is we discuss with people what you think the correction method should be arbitrarily. In a 20,000-gallon pool at an 8 pH, how much acid does it take to get to 7.5? And most people say at least half a gallon, right? And the answer is around 28 ounces, give or take, depending on your alkalinity. So what that tells us is in an industry, we love acid and we overuse acid and we think acid is going to spank our water into submission. And all our water does is retaliate by overreacting to go back up to 8.2 faster at 7.2 than it would at 7.8. So when your pH is closer to equilibrium, it's going to stay less reactive than it is at 7.2. So every time you go to correct the water to prove to yourself, and like you said, there's so many combinations of balance. You got You can't be silly about it. You know, you can't go crazy with a given factor to try to compensate for that. You got to use common sense too. But the more that you uh, recognize where the water is going to find rest, and the less you fight it, the less stuff you're going to add to the pool in the end, and the less reactions you have to create. So to back up, if you took a pool that you put too much acid in, we know acid is considerably heavier than water. What's it going to do? It's going to sink and it's gonna hit the surface and it's gonna spot etch and it's gonna spot flash that surface. And that surface has calcium hydroxide in it, which is gonna become part of your water chemistry because of what you did. Now you've done worse than you thought 
because now you've caused your surface to temporarily etch for that moment, and you put more in the water that you didn't want in there in the first place. So the idea of column pouring, which I was taught for years, is a complete myth that actually does destruction to pH and alkalinity management, and we didn't know any better. Column pouring is like the worst thing you can do to a pool. And yet, because here's the deal, when we're showing up as pool service people, we don't have time to show up two and three times a day to correct something. So we're trying to figure out how in a single bit of visit to solve something. And the reality is you can't do it, not effectively, because you'll overdo it, right? You put too much acid in a pool and then all the resulting consequences of those things. So the saturation index can't be taken in such an exaggerated form that you create this imaginary world that makes you comfortable. But it is something that if you understand where water was, how it got there, and how you how quickly you want it to go back there, then I think you, you begin to win the race. And that's where the six bad habits video is so useful in understanding what we're doing too much of. And, and in a nutshell, it's our love affair with acid is the biggest problem. Yeah, I agree. I think your site is probably one of the better or best resources on the LSI. And I encourage people to go there to, to learn more about it. And of course, get the app and you know, you can use everything on your phone nowadays, so you don't need a computer anymore. But the app has everything right there for the person that wants to learn more about it. Again, you can get their free LSI app and dosage calculator at arendatech.com. And I highly recommend downloading the app and then using it on your phone or device to kind of play with the numbers and get an idea and get a feel for what the numbers indicate, you know, for the calcium hardness, alkalinity, pH, temperature, and how all those are factor in your in the pool, you know, forming scale or being corrosive. And when we're talking about being corrosive, we're talking about, you know, the plaster having pits in it and even pulling calcium from the deck itself. I've seen pools where I've taken over and the coping around the deck is just really rough like sandpaper. And that's because the pool is act the water in the pool is actually pulling um, the calcium there and that's the corrosiveness of that. And then the scale forming, we've all seen that, especially in California, where you have the calcium line around the tiles and on the surface of the pool itself, and it feels very similar, has that rough feeling to it. So definitely the LSI is a critical factor in balancing the pool, and not talking about balancing it as far as having sanitizer in there, which is chlorine, but balancing it in the fact that the pool is not scale forming or corrosive and is somewhere right in that sweet spot in the middle. And for the other episodes in this series, you can find them on my website, swimmingforlearning.com. On the banner, click on the podcast icon. That'll take you to a drop-down menu, and you can find the other episodes that I recorded with Harold here. And if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits for joining there, including a discount on your general liability insurance. Again, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.